Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 92, which is eight away from 100. And I, I feel like I should do something on the 100th episode, but I don't know what it is. Um, I will take ideas. <laughs> should be, maybe I just should just have cake. That's something. Um, yeah, so, so it is really hot in New York City. Um, this is Thursday that I'm recording this, May the 3rd, and it is 92 degrees. <laughs> like, and the window is open. I, I swear, like, two days ago, the window was completely closed. I was wearing a scarf. It was cold, and now the window is open, and it is boiling hot, and I turned the fan off so I could record so that you didn't get the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh of the fan. Uh, so it is twice as hot as it was a moment ago. <laughs> and I'm doing it for you because you all are the best. Uh, so today's blog is um, something I haven't been talking about a whole lot, but I've had some um, not so fun health times the last couple of years. Um, and so this blog is about that. And there is some swearing ahead. So if swearing is not for you, then, you know, just skip to the end. The, the song, you know, I'm not sure exactly yet at what point the song will start. Uh, it's usually three minutes from the end there. So if you want to just skip there and, and not endure any swearing, go for it. Uh, otherwise, enjoy the swearing. This is some some exciting swearing, I, I think. I, it's heavy on the swears, but in a good way, in my opinion. Um, it's, a, it's liberating swears, I think. Anyway, uh, so here we go. This is called Migraine and the Fucking Patriarchy. This week, I watched a series of videos as part of the Migraine World Summit. One of the doctors asked a question that made me sit up and take notice. It was, what is the migraine trying to protect me from? I wrote it down. I decided I'd think about it, maybe write down some ideas, see what bubbled up in a long contemplative session with my pen. Maybe I'd uncover some deep secret about the migraines that came into my life in 2016. Maybe something about a food allergy or an environmental trigger. Maybe it's my hormones? On my way to go do this, as I was walking, I just sort of casually asked myself, what is the migraine trying to protect me from? And the thought came through like a shout. It was the fucking patriarchy. <laughs> I laughed out loud in the middle of the street. Oh, okay. I guess it's the fucking patriarchy. No long self-examination needed. I hear you. It's the fucking patriarchy. I can't say I hadn't thought of this before. My migraine situation kicked in in the summer of 2016 when the election was kicking up extraordinary misogynistic dust, and I was sneezing a lot, and every time I sneezed, shooting pains ran up the side of my head. But maybe it was my eyes. Maybe it's my age. Maybe it's the weather. For almost two years, I've been wrestling with a mysterious migraine climate in my head. A world with seemingly no clear triggers. A world that has been disabling in many ways. 
Because I have been relatively healthy before this late-onset patriarchy allergy, I have not been clear about how I want to talk about the experience. Because the American healthcare system is an immoral mess and we're living in a surveillance capitalist dystopia, it felt like maybe keeping my diagnosis under wraps was the safest move. But after listening to doctor after doctor on the Migraine World Summit describing the stigma their patients endure, I just can't be quiet about this anymore. Not now that I know the migraine is trying to protect me from the fucking patriarchy. But Emily, you may be saying, how does a condition that compels you to stay home in a dark room with ice on your head protect you from the fucking patriarchy? Well, if I don't go out into the fucking patriarchal world, my only exposure to it is what I let in via the internet and whatnot, and even that is a little too much patriarchy for me these days. But Emily, you say, this is crazy. Migraine is a neurological disorder that people have had for as long as we have recorded history. It can't be an allergy to the patriarchy. Probably even some patriarchs got migraines. Well, maybe those patriarchs were allergic to themselves. But seriously, I'm not saying everyone's migraines are trying to protect them from the fucking patriarchy, but mine are. But Emily, you say, and when I say you, I mean the part of me that is also resisting this idea. Just because migraine is mysterious in its causes and mechanics doesn't mean you can go just attributing it to the fucking patriarchy. There are many possible factors. Environmental conditions, foods, stress, etc. Yeah, see, it's the stress component that makes me think it really could be the fucking patriarchy. Because you know what really stresses me out? The fucking patriarchy. I mean, sure, it always has, but before 2016, I really thought we were on a positive wave away from misogyny and sexism and the fucking patriarchy. It was very stressful to realize that this was not the case. And I'm thinking the migraine was like, you know what? Fuck this. We're out. Take a break. Let's see if we can skip this fucking patriarchal clusterfuck that's coming down the pike. Would I prefer to not have the migraine protecting me? I would. I would rather have strength and will and many pain-free days to kick the doors of the fucking patriarchy down. However, the migraine just wants to protect me from the fucking patriarchy. It's not a logical, rational thing that can distinguish when the appropriate time to do this is. One of the doctors in the summit described the migraine as the check engine light of the body. He described a car going down the highway, and when it begins to overheat, you have to pull over, take it off the road, and give your car a rest. In other words, migraine isn't so much the problem as the response to a problem either within a person or in an environment. The problem can be inside or outside. One doctor described the migraine brain as being a responsive brain. It's not just sensitive, it's reactive. That is, if the fucking patriarchy kicks into high gear all of a sudden in 2016, my migraine brain has a fucking response. When the fucking patriarchy is having the best couple of years it's had in my lifetime, like it's having a fucking patriarchal parade, rave, party, my brain will not allow me to go on business as usual. 
The fact that I do not like the response, that the response is disabling and frustrating and all kinds of upsetting is a bit beside the point. My check engine light is on and I have to do something about it. The difficulty is that this is not a diagnosis I can bring to my neurologist. Do you have a sense of what brought this on? Um, the fucking patriarchy? I don't think this would go over very well in my doctor's office. And even if my doctor was like, damn, another patriarchy triggered migraine patient, I'm not sure there's much they could do about it. But the fact is they can't do much about it now. Migraine is already woefully under-researched and underfunded. And the fact that 75% of migraine sufferers are women suggests that the medical field tackling this already have their own battles with the fucking patriarchy. Probably adding the fucking patriarchy to the list of possible migraine triggers next to red wine, aged cheese, and cleaning products won't really help our case. For me, though, Hearing directly from my body's inner voice that it's the fucking patriarchy really clears a lot of things up. And I start to realize that the stigma and risk around disclosing something like migraine is also a factor of the fucking patriarchy. The fucking patriarchy suggests we should all work ourselves to death, never acknowledge weakness of any kind, never have an unproductive minute. The fucking patriarchy is Jeff fucking Beauregard fucking Sessions the fucking third telling people with chronic pain to just take an aspirin and get back to work. And the entire fucking GOP who worked like hell to deprive millions of people of their health insurance. The fucking patriarchy thinks having health insurance is a fucking privilege. It thinks that only fucking wealthy white dudes should get to be healthy, and even then, only when they man up and do the jobs that they think are fucking macho enough. But I digress. That's one of the fucking symptoms of my fucking migraines, a lessening of my ability to focus, a brain fog, a blunting of my sharpness, and an occasional Swiss cheesing of my brain that happens when I try to deal with the fucking patriarchy. And hey, all my fellow migraineurs, and there are a lot of you, I am learning one in seven people. I obviously have no idea if the fucking patriarchy has anything to do with your migraines the way it does mine, but I don't think it would do us any harm to blame it anyway. If for you it's red wine or dehydration and not, say, the fucking patriarchy, I mean, why not just get a kick in for the fucking patriarchy? I don't have a lot of hope that the fucking patriarchy is going down in my lifetime, but I will happily kick it every chance I get. When I'm lying in the dark with ice strapped to my head, fantasizing about a head removal service, I think I might just be able to muster a, and by the way, fuck you patriarchy. This morning, when I woke up with a different style of headache than I'm used to, one which I wasn't sure was actually a migraine, I still blamed it on the fucking patriarchy. And you know what? I felt a lot better every time the words fucking patriarchy came out of my mouth. I blame the fucking patriarchy, and I didn't even care if this most recent headache was not its fault. But it probably was. There you are. <laughs> Migraines and the fucking patriarchy. I have um, two good friends who are also chronic migraine 
uh, sufferers, migrainers. I'm not yeah, quite sure of the pronunciation of migrainers. Migrainers? Migrainers? Migrainers. It's got a E-U-R ending there. Anyway, migraine sufferers is easier to say. Um, but anyway, I have two good friends who, who, um, who have similar uh, difficulties in this arena. Um, and both of them have had them much, much, much longer than I have. Um, but both of them were really so sweet about this, about this post. Uh, one of them proposed marriage to me after reading it. She said she, she was scared to read it because she thought it was going to make her cry, but then it made her, she said it made her laugh until she cried. So, um, and then she proposed marriage. <laughs> so I don't often get marriage proposals after a blog post. So, so that's, that's pretty nice. Um, and I, you know, the migraines are so brutal for so many people that if there's a, if one can find a little bit of, uh, joy <laughs> in the, in, in the suffering, I think that is good news. Um, yeah, so uh, I am still not 100% convinced that it's just migraines in my situation. I am, um, I mean, it is migraines, like that is a thing that's happening, but uh, I feel like, hmm, there's more. It's probably just the fucking patri patriarchy, that's just it. It does feel better. <laughs> uh, and it does really, it, it, it's really nice too, like if I get like a, like a little twinge where I'm like, oh no, am I getting a migraine? I can just be like, ah, oh, fuck you, patriarchy. Feels, it's so much better than like the like terror of like, oh my God, is this going to be a bad one? Is it going to knock me out? Am I not going to have the medicine and time? And anyway, like all the, the like terrifying questions, like I, I feel like it actually is incredibly helpful to have something outside of myself that I can talk to in those moments. Um, so yeah, I have, I have, since I wrote this down, like walked down the street and said to myself, ah, the patriarchy, just if I start to feel a little something. So that's a good thing to have in my, in my toolbox. Yeah. Um, so um, I would like to play for you uh, this Elvis Costello song. Um, I, it, I recorded it on my acoustic, which I haven't, I hadn't, when I recorded this, I had not played in basically since I got my electric. Um, so it was nice to kind of, good, good, good to see my friend Nina the Seagull again. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I, it, I'm still, um, learning, like I, all this new technology that I have is pretty cool. Um, but it's funny because like technology means that I, that, that things become more complex. And so, you know, it used to be that I just like record into the mic in my computer. Um, and then I got a mic. And so now I record to, into the mic, which sounds a whole lot better than recording into the built-in computer, uh, mic. Um, but, uh, now with the guitars, I tried to get some advice about solving a couple technical problems that I, I was having. And basically the answer to the problem is to get more technology. <laughs> so, yeah. And also, you know, I, I remember back when I recorded with the band, there was this whole kind of, um, you know, we recorded the CD and then when they gave us the, the tracks, they were like, okay, go home, listen to this. Um, listen to it, you know, on multiple devices so that you can hear, so you can see, hear how it hear, hear how it hears, hear how it sounds in, you know, in a shitty speaker. They were play, they were like, put, put it in the, in the crappiest, like, 
CD player you have with the crappiest speakers. And then, and then, you know, we'll know kind of what's up. And, uh, yeah, we, so we did this whole like experimenting and all these different, with all these different kind of speaker arrangements. Um, and you know, when I record here, I just like, I record it and then it's done. <laughs> but yeah, I listened to um, the actually the track I recorded last week. Um, actually, that was probably only a couple of days ago. But I listened to it on like a different set of speakers and not in my headphones. And I was like, oh my god, we're missing the whole like we're missing the entire bass. Like it sounded fantastic in my headphones. And then like when I listened to it on something a little crappier, I was like, oh no. <laughs> So, um, depending on what you listened to last week's episode on, uh, it may or may not have sounded as I meant it to. Um, but that's what I mean by like things becoming more complicated is that there's, there's more kind of factors. Um, but you know, that's all fun to learn about. So woohoo. Anyway, this is an Elvis Costello song called Brilliant Mistake. And I have been singing it basically since this whole, since, since last year, basically since the time I started getting the headaches. No, maybe since the election, I think. Um, it, it feels like it's a little bit a song about the patriarchy, a little bit. Uh, and it took me a while to record it. I'm not sure why, but here it is now. So, um, and I, and I, I think I, I love Elvis Costello. Isn't he great? Anyway, this is this is brilliant mistake. He thought he was the king of America, where they pour Coca-Cola just like vintage wine. While I try hard not to become hysterical, but I can't tell if I'm laughing or crying. I wish that I could push a button and talk in the past and not the present tense and watch this hurting feeling disappear like it was common sense it was a fine idea at the time now it's a brilliant mistake She said that she was working for the ABC News. It was as much of the alphabet as she knew how to use. Her perfume was unspeakable. It lingered in the air like her artificial laughter, her mementos of affairs. Oh, I said, I see you know him. Isn't that very fortunate for you? And she showed me his calling card, and he came third or fourth, and there were more than one or to. He was a fine idea at the time. Now he's a brilliant mistake. He thought he was the king of America. 
But it was just the boulevard of broken dreams A trick they do with mirrors and with chemicals The words of love and whispers and the lacks of love and screams I wish that I could push a button And talk in the past and not the present tense And watch this love and feeling disappear like it was common sense I was a fine idea at the time Now I'm a brilliant mistake I was a fine idea at the time Now I'm a brilliant mistake